Welcome to Road Noise. Buckle up as we explore God's faithfulness, reflecting on 50 years of full-time ministry. We're taking lessons from the unique life and ministry of Sheldon and Victoria Rhodes as they share the gospel crisscrossing North America. I'm your host, Kedron Rhodes, and each episode, I sit down with my dad, Sheldon, and we travel back in time, retracing the lessons God was teaching and mapping them to life today. This scenery may have changed, but God's faithfulness remains the same. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Road Noise. Let's jump in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Road Noise. And if you're uh, just jumping in, I'll just set a little context here. We're um, chatting with um, dad here, and he's been kind of describing this summer season of trying to build a house, do some vacation Bible schools, and then transitioning into kicking off the school year where he took a teaching position, one of two teachers in a small Christian school, and mom and dad ended up not moving into the house that dad spent all summer working on, instead moved into the basement of the church. So that that kind of brings us to where we are today. In the basement of the church, which is also where the school is at. So how convenient yep. is that? <laughs> yeah, you can, it's a short commute. And I'm imagining this being like a, well, you, you described it as a um, Sunday school classroom. So I'm imagining like a 10 by 10, 10 by 12 kind of tiny little room that you and mom were sleeping in. Yep. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yep. So, yep. and uh, oh yeah. And with the baby, cause Karen's around. Yes. Probably not yes, walking uh, yet, but. Yep, she's taking up space. <laughs> yep, so she is, she's small, but there's three of us living there, and like I said, it's a yep. short commute. So here we are living in the, the basement of the church. I'm teaching school, and uh, money is certainly not going to be uh, too plentiful because I'm going to be basically making uh, $450 a month, uh, and so there's got to be other ways to supplement the income. And one of those ways was uh, there was uh, actually several students there in the school that um, you know, had gone to church there and so forth and their parents, and they knew that I played guitar. And so some of the parents asked if I'd be willing to teach their kids guitar. All and right. so so we set up uh, doing lessons. Uh, it's $5 for a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, back in 1976, so, 1977, around in there. That, yeah, that, know, that was probably about the going different. rate. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so I'm doing that. Uh, uh, the kids would, when they got out of school, uh, whoever was sticking around for lessons that night would stay and all the rest of the kids would go home and we'd do that right there at the school. And yep. uh, some nights I'd have a couple of kids and, and then the next night have a couple more and so forth. So uh, doing that. Um, well, of course, we're still doing meetings on the weekends, uh, pretty much local churches. And again, we've got a, a little baby, so that's no problem finding someone to hold uh, Karen while we're doing meetings. And um, every spare minute that I have, I'm going back up on Lazy Mountain and working on that house. Oh, because, still working on it. Okay. Well, yeah, we can't stay in the basement of the church forever. And so I've got to get that house done. And so... Oh, wait a minute. We're in the fall of 1976, right? Yep. And uh, school has already started, which tells us that the days are getting shorter daylight-wise. Yep. Oh, and the temperature is starting to drop. 
as well. <laughs> but I've got to get the house done. Right. And there's no electric or water at the house yet. I assume. No, no, nope, yep. there is none there. And uh, anyway, so going up there as soon as you know, the last guitar lesson is over and trying to get in uh, a couple hours work before it gets dark because there was no generator up there or anything. And so it's, you know, work as late as you can and then use a flashlight to uh, walk back out through the woods, get back to the car and <laughs> and head back to the church so you can yeah. grade papers yeah. and get ready for the next day. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah. I'm exhausted uh, just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, needless to say, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, spare time. But um, the house is coming along, but uh, it's certainly not at the point that we're ready to move in. But by the time um, uh, it's around Thanksgiving, uh, Chuck and Ivy, remember them? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Well, they had uh, um, volunteered to do some house sitting for some folks. And so they had moved into this trailer, which is out on um, the arm south of Wasilla, where there is still talk about putting a bridge from Anchorage across that body of water uh, to the other side. And everybody just refers to that as the bridge to nowhere, mm -hmm. because if they ever did put that bridge in, it really doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's just, it would take you to the other side, but there's nothing there. Well, I have to admit that over the years that has uh, become more and more developed. But back then, um, there was very few houses or anything for miles, uh, just a, a very poorly maintained road that went down basically along the coast, but it dead ends. Well, way down on this road to nowhere, uh, some folks had a, a trailer and they were going to be gone um, outside. That means uh, they were leaving Alaska, going back to the lower 48 for the yep. winter. And uh, somehow Chuck and Ivy knew them and said, you know, they didn't want to leave the place unattended all winter and um, pipes freezing and so forth. Anyway, so Chuck and Ivy moved in to their place. So they'd been living there while we were living in the basement of the church. But um, come about Thanksgiving, they uh, had the idea that they would like to go back to Wisconsin and be back there for for Thanksgiving, or it might have been later on towards Christmas, but somewhere in there. Anyway, so they were going to leave, but they already told these other this other family that, no, we'll stay at your house. You know, stay in this trailer. And But, oh, well, let's talk to the other family and see if it would be okay if Sheldon and Vicki and Karen moved into the trailer instead. And that way they could go back to Wisconsin and the trailer would still be occupied and all would be well. So that's exactly what happened. They talked to that family and uh, they agreed. And I don't remember who they were. I don't remember if we knew them or exactly what, but um, we figured, all right, uh, they're gone. We'll move into the trailer. Now, from where this trailer is at to where we're building our house is quite a long drive. Mm. And so that really cut down on the amount of time that I could work at, at the house and still get back to this trailer. And like I said, correct papers and get ready for the next day and get a little bit of sleep before I have to get back to the church again. Well, somewhere along that time, uh, we're saying, okay, we really need to, we need to live in that house, but the house is not livable. But the, the kids at school, I mean, they, they know what I'm doing. You know, as soon as school's out, man, I, I'd taken off <laughs> working on this house. And so they keep asking, you know, how's it coming? How's it coming? How's it coming? When are you going to move in? When are you going to move in? And so I don't know whose idea it was, but it was a dumb idea that I would take all the boys from the school and we would go 
on a kind of a, a hike on a weekend and we would take off after school on Friday and we would hike all the boys and myself back into the, <laughs> where they, where we're building this house. And of course, by this time, there's lots of snow on the ground and everything else. And it's, it's yep. winter, but um, that's what I did, man. We got all the kids and they all, you know, packed their lunch for the next day and so forth. And some of them had backpacks, some of them had fanny packs, but Hey, we're just going on a hike. We're going up to this house that has no running water. It doesn't have any sewerage or toilet facilities or anything yep. else. It's just a wooden tent sitting out here in the woods. But um, I took those boys and we went out there and had flashlights and everything and um, had kind of a barrel stove that uh, we had fixed up and got a fire going in that to try to get some heat in there. But it really didn't have much of any real insulation. And so <laughs> it never did get real warm. Yep. You know, I did the typical thing, you know, sitting around and uh, you know, singing some songs and telling stories and so forth that night and finally go to bed. And, you know, all the boys brought sleeping bags and so forth. And the only place we had to sleep was there on the floor. Oh, if there is any heat, the heat's going to rise, isn't it? <laughs> you can be on that floor. <laughs> uh, and remember, the, the house is built on these big logs. Yep. And so it's um, quite a ways up off the ground. And breeze it's, going under there. Oh, yeah. It is cold outside and there's nothing stopping that air from coming right up through those cracks in the floor. Remember, I used green lumber to build it. And so yep. <laughs> it's dried out some now. And so there's cracks in the floor. And so, yeah, there's no danger of suffocating in here right. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's yeah. lots of fresh air but anyway so um uh somehow everybody did get to sleep i'm not sure anybody slept well that night but um we did sleep and so the next morning we're going to get up and and eat our sandwiches <laughs> for breakfast you know that would take in uh really didn't have any way to cook anything or anything so anyway we're going to eat and uh, you know be around there for a while and then we'll hike back out and head back to the church and their parents will pick them up. Well, we get up that morning and now these boys, you know, need to get dressed. And one of the boys had um, taken his socks off and had them down in the bottom of his sleeping bag and hiking in there, there was a little bit of a crick and so forth. Well, anyway, his feet were wet and that's why he took the his socks off. Uh, he didn't want to sleep in those wet socks and I don't blame him. And I wasn't aware of what was going on, but he had those in the bottom of his sleeping bag. And so now he's, he's cold and he's get dressed and he pulls those socks out and the socks are frozen. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way this poor kid can put these socks on. Right. <laughs> They're icicles. Anyway. So, um, we got the fire going in that uh, barrel stove thing again and laid his socks up on top of it. Uh, really wasn't, hot enough to burn the socks or anything else, but that if we can at least thaw him out to the point he can get his feet back in wet socks. No, <laughs> oh, that's miserable. Hopefully we can get him out of here. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so that's... If, uh, his, if his socks are wet, his his boots or shoes are also soaking oh, wet. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's only God's protection that kept any of us from freezing to death or yep. having frostbite on our toes and fingers and so forth after yep. the night in that wooden tent. But um, everybody survived it. 
And I am sure that if you gathered all those boys up that are now men and asked them to tell the story that every one of them would remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the night that Mr. Rhodes took him <laughs> to his house yep. and we slept yep. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, uh, certainly a memory for everybody. But um, like I said, we're living in the trailer now. Oh, by the way, that was the one and only night that I have ever spent in that house. Oh, so there you go. The we never did move into it. And your mom and Karen never spent a night there. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but I did spend one night in that house. <laughs> one miserable night. <laughs> <laughs> one very miserable night. Yeah. So anyway, so we're... We're living in the trailer, and so that's where your mom and uh, Karen were. <laughs> we're sleeping in a warm trailer while I'm sleeping on the floor in a wooden tent. But anyway, so um, we're living in the trailer, but um, now as winter's setting in, we're really, there's no daylight time left after school. Um, and I had to go work on the house, and, and it's so bitter cold and everything. And so there's got to be something else to do to supplement the income. And so I worked, I started working at a, a gas station and um, what's the name of the town? Wasilla. Okay. Um, the church was on the old Palmer Wasilla highway, about halfway between Palmer and Wasilla. And this trailer is south of Wasilla and you know, out on this arm that goes nowhere. And so I have to go right through Wasilla to get to the trailer. And there's a gas station there and they were looking for somebody to basically pump gas and be around the gas station until it closed at midnight. And so I said, sign me up. Oh, so boy. so after guitar lessons at the school, you know, school's out, do a couple guitar lessons, go from there directly to the gas station and close the gas station down at midnight and then drive all the way down on the road that goes nowhere <laughs> to the mm -hmm. trailer. Mm. Yeah, so kind of burning the candle at both ends, but uh, at least now I've got two incomes. Uh, oh, and we're still doing meetings on the weekends. So, yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes the churches give us a little bit for that. So, you know, we're surviving. Yep. And I guess that's pretty much about all we're doing is surviving. But uh, nevertheless, uh, God is providing. And um, like I said, I'm gone a lot between the time I left in the morning to go to school and then not coming home until you know, one thirty quarter one in the morning or, or 12 30 quarter one in the morning but um there was someone that came in to the gas station that made me an offer i couldn't refuse and i'm looking at the potential anyway of another source of income because this guy came in and um uh, he needed gas but he didn't have a lot of money but he was willing to barter okay so if we barter someone still has to pay for the gas and so i'm looking <laughs> at okay uh if we barter this deal with what I get from it, if I pay for his gas and then I turn around and sell what he gives me in exchange for the gas, yeah, I can still make money on this deal. And so we made a deal. He would get the his gas, I would pay for it, and in an exchange, I would get five husky puppies. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So this 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 connects a lot of dots for me. Five husky puppies. That's. <laughs> There's more story there, but I'm I'm glad you didn't say a uh, truck full of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, these were beautiful little puppies and I mean, just as cute as they could be. And how could I say no to that? And this is Alaska and 
there's lots of people around with dog sleds and and so forth. And and huskies make great dogs for pulling sleds. And so I'm thinking, hey, I got five of these things. I mean, that's when these things get older, I've got a, a team of dogs myself if I want to race dog sleds, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if I don't sell them. And so I took those uh, back to the trailer that night. All right. Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> <laughs> puppies are going to do what puppies do and yeah, i'm not yep. going to be around all day and half the night to take care of them and now your mom's got five puppies and a baby <laughs> yep to take care yep. of while i'm uh, at school and pumping gas <laughs> yeah 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 and um somewhere along there uh karen is at the point where she's pulling herself up you know beside the couch and everything and and yep wanting to walk you know she she can't yet but you know she'll stand there and hang on to something well these puppies are not much smaller than she is and they are puppies and puppies really like to play and so here's this human that's almost the size that they are yep (laughs) and so they're wanting to play with karen and they're knocking her down and licking her in the face and she's crying and screaming and it's yep. no wonder, uh, you know, it, it, it's a wonder that she didn't have to have counseling when she got older you know, for the, <laughs> the trauma that those puppies put her through. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but isn't it kind of amazing that even to this day, uh, she has to have a dog. <laughs> right. yeah. True. I've always known her with one. Yeah. Yeah. And the dog they have now is called Bear. And um, <laughs> uh, Bear could eat any one of those puppies with one bite. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you put all five of those puppies together, they still wouldn't equal the size of bear. But anyway, so here we are living in this trailer with five husky puppies that I'm hoping to sell and make money on. But between now and then, I've got uh, five more mouths to feed. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to eat you out of house and home. (laughs) Yeah. And these these puppies are growing fast and uh, they're eating a bunch. And so I know that... Uh, the clock's ticking. I've got to get rid of these things pretty quick. And so I started talking around and, and telling everybody I knew that uh, we had these husky puppies for sale. And one mm-hmm. by one, eventually did get, um, get rid of them. But uh, uh, so there we are uh, living in the trailer and pretty much have stopped working on the house now because it's it's winter and we've got a place to live till spring. And so let's just kind of batten down the hatches and and wait out the winter and and, <laughs> and come springtime, uh, we'll be back to working on the house again. All right. Anyway, so I guess that's probably a good place to park this one. And uh, when we pick it up next time, uh, uh, well, we're going to have to move out of that trailer eventually. <laughs> right. You get someone. <laughs> Story you, of our life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to be coming back oh. in the springtime. So uh, something's going to have to happen. Yep. Well, you're, you just wrapped up, I guess, a year. In Alaska, if, if, this, if this conversation, if I keep track of my mind, because you kind of came up winter semester to teach at the public school yep. and just got through, you're in the middle of winter now at the Christian school. So you've been about there a year and yep. three different places if you've lived in <laughs> <laughs> and you're not done yet. <laughs> not done yet. All right. Now, in, in the trailer, we don't have much there because remember all of the, all of our worldly possessions really are in the trailer that we hauled to Alaska right. yeah. and it's parked out at the bottom of uh, lazy mountain. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, you, I recall from a few episodes ago, you commented that, uh, you know, God specializes in photo finishes. 
it sounds like there's just a whole slew of them here and in provision and kind of that just in time um next step which i i i'm a beneficiary of all of this in that your faith was shaped we was shaped <laughs> your faith was shaped in the in that season in no doubt some profound ways in trusting god and his provision and um i'm in a benefit of, of that by in many ways but that's the takeaway that i've that i'm taking from this conversation is just that uh faith is grown often in the hard stuff matthew 9:29 says according to your faith be it unto you and that verse is, was pointed out to me probably during that time you know that um god wants to know how much faith do we really have? And are we willing to act on, on faith? And if we are, then according to your faith, be it on to you. Now, God's going to show himself in, uh, in ways that humanly you just can't explain. And then in Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7, it says to walk by faith and not by sight. I mean, we're still pretty much paycheck to paycheck. Uh, you know, I'd, yeah, I'm working two jobs, but you know, pumping gas and that's not a high paying job. And so there's really still not a whole lot of money to to live on, but um, God is providing, and so we walk by faith and not yep. by sight. Yep, that's a great reminder. And it's it's a it's a good reminder for me. You know, almost fifty years later, removed from this scenario, that here your faith it strengthens my faith. So thank you for that. All right, let's park it here, and we'll pick it up next time. This is Grandpa Wisely. The words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. <laughs>